The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. It is a new week, which means we've got new winners. A new spread the word winner at Ross Tucker NFL. At Ross Tucker Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it doesn't matter. I noticed. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, I'm talking to you. It means a lot. I like to send you signed press passes from games from this season or football cards or pictures or whatever you want. I love to do it. Sponsor confirmation email winner. How about Simply Safe? How about Purple Mattress? Let's give them some love. I love them. I've told you guys about both of them for a while now. There's a reason why, because I use the crap out of both of them. And then the YouTube shout out. Look, I want to get to 2,000 YouTube subscribers. We got to do it. So this week, anybody that subscribes to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, and comments, the first eight people that do that today, you're in the next YouTube exclusive show. Just telling you that right now. Actually, you know what? I'll pick random people. Random people over the next three days, you're in the next football feedback with Ross Tucker. You come on the show. You ask me a question. But you have to subscribe this week. You have to comment on a video this week. I will pick eight at random. And you'll be part of the next football feedback with Ross Tucker. Can't wait. Almost like I can't wait to talk with today's guest. He's an oldie. He's a goodie. Like, I have a guest list. He's in all bold, all caps. You know what that means? He's a regular. He's I, I want him to be a regular because he's that good. He is my buddy, Dave Damashek. The Big Show. His Twitter bio says he is an accountant for taste. And I would agree. You need to follow him on Twitter, at Damashek. You need to check out the Minus 3 podcast. It's excellent. I've been on it. You need to check out the Extra Points podcast. Also excellent. I've been on it. You got Daves of Thunder as well. But there's two specific reasons why I needed to have Dave Damashek on today's show. And by the way, just so you guys know that Sheck is a rock star, 
it's 6 a.m. right now. This is as late as I record, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. L.A. time. And Dave Damashek doesn't care. He is DTP. And I didn't know what that meant when I asked him if he would do it this early. He said, I'm DTP. I looked it up, digital publishing. I'm like, you're digital publishing? No. <laughs> what are you? What are you, Dave Damashek? Or should I say J.P. Lossman based on your YouTube handle? First of all, you called me an oldie, which is weird. I mean, that's no, that's not, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Two, for the, uh, for the visual consumer, I, this, what a treat. I had no idea that Ross Tucker had received as many as six game balls over the course of his illustrious career. Muzzle tub on that to match, uh, the six helmets that you got. And, uh, and, and three, DTP, down to podcast. I love flapping my gums as much as you love flapping yours. That's why we get along so well. Love it. So, uh, by the way, the oldie but a goodie was in reference to you're not a first-time guest. I see. Okay. You're all like right. a regular, like you're an oldie but a goodie. So, I'm also um, an oldie, so that's fine. All right, so we got to get into the Jags uniform and pizza toppings. Very important. But I, I do want to start with Big Ben. Because I'm fascinated by this. You are my Steelers guy. You and Matt Williamson. But I, you know, you're my guy. And here's what's crazy about it. I was on a Pittsburgh radio station last week. And even I tweet, and, and they tweeted something I said about it. About, you know, I don't think that it would go over real well with a lot of the guys like Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, TJ Watt, etc. If they didn't bring Ben back for one more. I had no idea, Shaq, none whatsoever, how many people, including both radio hosts I was on with on the Intercom affiliate in Pittsburgh, they want to move on from Ben. They're done with Ben. Like, a lot of the tweets I got from people, he sucks, Ben's done, Ben's over, it's time to move on. I I really did not know that it had gotten to that point. Evidently, you're aware of this. Well, yeah, it, it, it's very funny as a uh, as a media uh, entity. The you know the, the Pittsburgh market is is very pessimistic right now. They really were crushed collectively by eleven and zero, and then what happened there? I I don't happen to subscribe to the sky is falling theory, and you know you're you're exactly right uh, because that's what what I've been saying for the last couple of few months now. This idea since since the decline came, and yes. That when a player hits uh, the decline, it's a cliff. It is not. And we've discussed that many times before. It's not a gentle decline into good night. It's one day he's okay, the next day he stinks. He's a he's a liability. And you know, you think about like Peyton Manning, the way he went out. If he had been on a mediocre roster, that would have been an ugly departure. Instead, he goes out holding a Lombardi, but that's thanks to the defense. And it's really not that far away from where Roethlisberger was, uh, you know, just a couple of months ago. Um, so where he is as a player, I'm with you 100%, Ross. I mean, listen, you can get that cap hit down. And now it's getting a little murky. And what Kevin Colbert really was getting at last week is are Ben and his agent somehow balking at the bare minimum that he can play for at $19 million? Because if the cap hits $19 million, there's just no workaround. Whether he turns to dust... Uh, five minutes from now or shows up at training camp in August, the hit is the hit. And so like you say, Tucker, 
what what's the workaround? What's the realistic alternative? Mason Rudolph? That doesn't seem inspiring. That doesn't seem any better to me than rolling with Ben Roethlisberger. You can come up with crazy alternatives like Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson or whatever else. Those aren't going to happen. In reality, Roethlisberger is your best bet. And th- these people who who indulge this well, just just you know what? Just throw Mason Rudolph in there and whoever and stink it up real good and reboot and get a high draft pick in the first and come back and draft somebody. These this assumes a great deal. One, that there's somebody there you that you actually really desire at the top of the 2022. That's a little bit uh off in the future to determine Spencer Rattler or whoever's gonna play savior. In the meantime, though, that's the point that I keep making is this idea that the Steelers are going to go three and 13 with Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick, and that defense doesn't, um, doesn't reside here in, in reality. That's just not a pot. They went eight and eight with Duck Hodges two years ago. Yeah. So here's the deal. Okay. And, and I don't know why this, I don't think this is that complicated through the first 11 weeks of the season. I thought they were the best team in football. When you looked at the offense, the defense, the talent, I thought they were the most well-rounded best team, okay? You get rid of Roethlisberger, that's $22 million in dead cap money this year. That's not going to help you. Like, it appears as if Steelers, people that want to move on from Ben, they want to just take the dead cap money now, and they want to find out if Mason Rudolph and or Dwayne Haskins can be the guy moving forward and they think that this is the year to find that out i respect that dave i I guess i would just say this roethlisberger was coming off a year in which he did nothing last offseason like he had the elbow surgery remember when he did that pandemic video no chance he was less than 300 pounds in that pandemic video i mean (laughs) he, he like his arm he couldn't move his arm was like in one of those like weird things where you can't, it's totally immobilized. Like I personally believe if they say, listen, Ben, let's, let's, you know, do a three-year deal. It's really a one-year deal. It's a breeze deal, right? Three-year deal. We'll give you $10 million signing bonus or whatever. You're playing for the minimum. You prorate that out three years. Cap comes down, et cetera. But really no one with the understanding it's only one more year. I just think, if he knows it's his last year, like he can actually rehab his arm and his elbow this whole offseason, which he couldn't do last year. And by the way, like he wasn't that terrible. I mean, didn't he throw for 500 yards or something in that Brown, like whatever in the Browns game? Like he wasn't great, but he wasn't that terrible. How about being able to run the ball for a yard? I mean, how about. So many other things that we could get into here. Defense didn't exactly show up as well as they could have down the stretch either. I just think they were too good last year. Roethlisberger has been too good to ju- to not give this group of players one more chance. That's my opinion because if you move on from Ben, all those guys, they know, DeCastro, whatever, right? And I know he didn't have a great year, but – they know that they don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Like, they know that. And you can say, well, you never know Mason Rudolph. And evidently, there are people in Pittsburgh that like Mason Rudolph a lot more than I realized, Dave. But they know they're not winning the Super Bowl with 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 um, a guy like Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins. When every year that's the goal, 
I think it's very difficult to go into a season knowing ahead of time that that is not a possibility. I, I completely agree with you. And uh, uh, really across the board about what you said. And and the thing about like that's what that's going to be the premise of an entire professional football season that you're going to devote the tail end of Cam Hayward's prime to seeing if Mason Rudolph is good. Like what that's that's the entire um value of of a football see that's that that's loco to me to evaluate that there are other ways to determine if Mason Rudolph's the man and by the way he's not some first round investment that you have to you you owe it to him and the organization to see what Mason Rudolph has come on and Dwayne Haskins is a fine project too and maybe he'll work out but I'm with you a hundred percent that the severity of the reaction compared to the quality of the play is a little outsized uh, about what happened with Roethlisberger and the Steelers down the stretch. That offensive line was a mess. I can point to a lot of different reasons why they kind of imploded there. Um, I also have to be fair and say, if the football team is based around, that's obviously the way those cap hits work with the, with the outsized percentage of the cap that the quarterback consumes, then he has to take an outsized percentage of the blame or the credit for victory, and they really did go down the tubes. He, it, what, there were some uh, uh, atrocious uh, passes by Roethlisberger in the first half against the Browns um, in that playoff game. But I'm kind of with you that okay, he's not uh, you know shrug off uh, four defenders and run around and uh, and do a couple loop de loops and then make a, a a playground play to his favorite wide receiver Ben Roethlisberger anymore. I do think again, given the constraints of the cap and otherwise, who are you getting to replace him? And if it's roll with Mason Rudolph, that's too uninspiring for me. If I'm Cam Hayward and otherwise, I would rather roll with Roethlisberger. And I think that's the conundrum where Colbert is now. Like what if, you know, the, the, if they can get, I think he's looking for the wiggle room that if they can get a third round pick to the jets for Sam Darnold to, to take a flyer on a guy like that, I think maybe that's what he's looking for is the latitude to say like Roethlisberger's our quarterback today and he's also managing the ego of Roethlisberger that if they turn around and like, okay, we're going to bring you back Roethlisberger. Oh, and, and by the way, we just brought in Sam Darnold. I think there's a lot of ego to massage there and that transition from Roethlisberger to the next. But the idea that in, in, in a world of full QB saturation, which is to say there are more viable starters than there are starting uh, gigs in the NFL at this point. There really are. If you look around between Jameis and Cam and Marcus Mariota slash Derek Carr and um, uh, all the kids about to make it into into the league with um, via the draft and otherwise, we don't have to go crazy looking for a got to find his replacement right now. Like, I don't see reasonably who's out there unless, like I say, they can get Sam Darnold. That's an intriguing one. But in the here and now, I think that the overreaction to how bad Roethlisberger is versus the reality of them having been a 12-4 and four team, and they're relatively close. And by the way, if you really want to chop it up, I know we're here in, in February, but if you really want to look at it, are we positive the AFC North? Like the Steelers are doomed to third or fourth place. Are they definitely? I mean, the Browns barely beat Mason Rudolph and the and the Steelers in a game that they the Browns had to have it to make the playoffs. All that stood between them and the playoffs, the promised land that they had sought for so long, 
was Mason Rudolph in Cleveland. They barely beat that. That's the team that well, the Steelers can't compete with that team it, a, a few months after they just won the division against the Browns. And the Ravens, are we positive that there's no catch-up, that, that, that the league doesn't continue to catch up? And, and the major shift there on the front seven in Baltimore, are we positive that the Steelers can't compete in that division in 2021? I mean, I'm just not that pessimistic about it. All right, uh, Sheck, let's move on to an even more important topic. And uh, this is something I tweeted uh, late last week at Ross Tucker NFL pizza toppings, mm-hmm. uh, and in particular, mushrooms. Yeah, I don't know what happened there with you, really. That was a weird reaction you got, and I think you kind of deserved it. It was weird. Like, you made this definitive proclamation against mushrooms, which was a little harsh, frankly. I, I, I don't get it. Like, it, it, they're like these squishy gross things that don't have flavor like you know who who's about to order a pizza that says you know what i want i want some squishy fungi on top of this that has no real flavor that will enhance the cheese and the sauce of the pizza i'm gonna consume i don't want pepperoni i don't want sausage nope i don't want ham i want a squishy fungus that has no flavor who makes that decision Check. It, is it a tentpole item of a, of a good pizza? No, it's not. I, listen, I, I, I allow for it if it's your pleasure, a mushroom, if you feel like you're doing your body right by throwing the fungus in there. I think that's uh, what leads a lot of people in that direction is like, well, we should get some vegetables in there. It's, you know, it's the person who um, eats a couple uh, uh, cheese, uh, eats a, a double cheeseburger, but gets the diet soda on the side to trick their brain into thinking they're, they're they're doing something good there. Here's the problem with all vegetables, but definitely, I think I'm trying to think of all the. I think yeah, mushroom probably of all the things you put on a pizza. The problem is people try to get help. You put you, you you do that. It sweats. You see. It's got water inside of it. And then it sweats on the crust. And then the crust gets soggy. And then you wonder, like, why is this pizza not as satisfying? Why is it not that? It's because you put the vegetable on there. That's why. And when these people, these Weisenheimers, do the thing of, like, let's go half and half. I, I don't like your meats on my side of the pizza. You, know, get, you get your sausage or your sliced meatball. And, by the way, that's the number one uh, pizza topping is sliced meatball. Pepperoni, I respect you. I love you. We've had a lot of good times together. Same goes for you, sausage. But it, if given a choice, it's the sliced meatball that's number one. Now, don't buy this jive when people give you the crumbled up uh, ground meat and they throw no. that on there. That's not a meatball. The, why? why who, who are you? Who do you think you're fooling, pizza maker? You put ground beef on there and you called it a meatball. No, thank you. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not to be trusted going forward. Now, the mushroom, the people who do the half and half pie, who are like, oh, my half is going to be mushroom. You've just spoiled the entire pie. Because there's no way that uh, the the that the pizza only at the local uh, pizzeria down the street knows how to make the cook the one half cook all the way through. You wind up with a soggy pie. No one ends up happy. Just stay away from mushroom. Yeah, you know what? I I'm fine with it. I I don't take as ha- harsh a posture. It just is a pie ruiner. So I think I, I think ultimately you and I park our cars in the same garage on this. Yeah, side. and I guess the whole the whole thing to me is like even like with like peppers and onions and like you're you're trying to make an inherently unhealthy thing healthy, and I I just think right. you're kidding yourself. Like like at that point, just have a salad. Like at that point, mm. just just have a salad. Like you're you're 
I don't know. I, I, I don't understand that. I, I do want to know, though, whether or not you understand the Jaguars' decision to go back to Teal at home. And do you support this? Did they consult you for this? And do you support this decision? Um, first of all, it's sadly ironic that uh, I, the uniformant, um, given the state, you know, what COVID's done to me. Look, I, I've been cutting my own hair now for a year, Ross Tucker, and it's getting worse. It's getting worse and worse. So for me to weigh in on fashion, although isn't it weirdly ironic that so many of the uh, the fashionistas out there, the people who who uh, are the go-tos for this, are also ridiculous-looking people. So maybe I fit into that. Um and uh, and uh, by the way, onion to go back very quickly. That smells very good and makes it worthwhile. When you smell that onion pizza in the restaurant, like no, I, no. I don't mind. And green pepper also can be pretty good too. The, you know what the you know what the master move is? Double cheese, well done pizza. Thank me later when uh, you get back from cloud nine. Get back to planet Earth. Um, I may try get- double cheese. Um, well done. I might try sliced meatball. You know what I realized is a game changer? Double cut pizzas. Like, oh, for, yeah, you know, little, little, yeah, that little, is little nice. Kid yeah. parties. Little yeah. kid parties. So there's like 16 slices instead of eight. It's great because nice. I, I'm convinced I only have three or four of those. It's really two slices. Like, yeah, that being more like, pizza, it, don't it, you? It makes it easier to have less and it makes it easier to have more, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, you're right. No, what, yeah, right. What ends up happening is you trick yourself and next thing you know, you just ate a pizza and a half. Um, my reaction to the Jaguars news is the same as I think every other human being on, on planet Earth is like, wait, the teal wasn't their primary color? Like, what? <laughs> what? I was real. I really was like, it, I, I, I really did for sincerely like do like a thing in my head of like, wait, it's that. Oh no, wait, wait, we're not close to April first yet. Like I thought it felt like one of those kind of uh, social media gimmicks. Like as opposed to like, should teal be our primary jersey color? Like as opposed to what? What? It, I don't know what your primary jersey color is if it's not teal. Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't. I don't detest the state of the Jaguars uniforms right now. I mean, they, they kind of uh, put themselves into a bad spot on day one when they were like, yes, our color scheme is black, teal, and gold. Well, that's like, that's not going to work out no matter what. <laughs> but I we've talked about it before. At least, like, the land of turquoise and teal and everything should be Florida. Just as long as you don't drag it up to, like, when the Grand Hill era Detroit Pistons and when people got crazy about teal and every it started going everywhere from the Marlins and then it went to San, you know San Jose Sharks and it was like okay now so we're getting teal's getting popular it went too far when um when it landed in Motor City it's like okay turquoise and orange okay in Miami not okay in Detroit you know like just the same way that you don't go with the Steelers or the Browns in the Rust Belt color scheme you don't put that, you know, you don't do that in LA. You don't do that in, uh, in Tampa. Those don't, those don't make any sense there. Same goes in reverse there, but all right. Congratulations, Jags. You have that, uh, that, that was weird... check. Your reaction was perfect. And I, and I had the same, I'm like, I thought they were teal. It's amazing. Check out this guy on Twitter at Damashek. The minus three podcast is excellent. The extra points podcast is excellent. And this guy is super close to 200,000 followers. He's not a vain person, but let's get him there anyway. Why well, not? Yeah, I am. Because no, I am. he's not vain, let's get him there. I love it. Thank you, Sheck. 
All right, go eat a, a not mushroom pizza on me, Ross Tucker. I will do Thanks that. as there always, he is, Dave Damashek, my buddy, absolute stud. Speaking of studs, most of you are men. And even if you're not, most of you run the household that you're in right now. Men, women, doesn't matter. There's no genders here. You can make the decision to protect your family. And you should. Simplysafe.com slash Tucker. It's incredibly easy to customize your home. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Tucker. You can easily choose the exact sensors you need or get help from one of their experts. Look, my wife and I wanted dinner Friday night. I posted the picture on social media. We had a babysitter. Yeah, I put the alarm on while we were gone. Make sure everything was good. We went skiing yesterday as a family, got back, alarm still on. Nobody was in the house. Love it. Go to simplysafe.com slash Tucker today to customize your system and get a free security camera. Trust me when I tell you these can and do have a big impact and can be evidence that you need in a case. I have proof. Simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Tucks takes. Good morning, Ross. Well, it happened on Thursday afternoon, so you have probably had a lot of time to think about this. Think about it. And well, what do you want to say? Carson Wentz from the Eagles to the Colts for a third round pick in 2021 and a second rounder that could possibly turn into a first rounder in 2022. Right, so I, you know, I could go real, like I could go really deep in all the went stuff, and I, I don't know what happened to him. I, I, I really don't. Um, you know, I think the combo of them drafting hurts, Wentz playing poorly. I, I just think he lost his confidence, and I think he was not used to the level of criticism that he received. And I don't think he handled it well. As for this particular trade, here's the thing I would say. People are like, oh, I don't know if it'll be a first rounder or not. It's got to be 75% of the snaps for Wentz or 70% and they make the playoffs. Here's the reality. If it's not a first round pick, this is a terrible trade for the Colts, right? Because that means either Wentz is really bad and they have Jacob Eason or somebody else playing. Or it means that Wentz got hurt. Either way, they just took on a contract with more than $40 million fully guaranteed for a guy and, and gave up a third-round pick and a second-round pick for a guy that got hurt again and or can't play. That'd be a terrible trade for the Colts. So the, it better be a first-round pick. Otherwise, it's a bad trade for the Colts. That's how I look at it. Tux takes. More players getting released in cap-saving moves, including the Falcons. They released safety Ricardo Allen and defensive end Allen Bailey. The Panthers released Trey Boston. Packers Christian Kirksey and Rick Wagner. Uh, Eagles released Deshaun Jackson. I kind of have like a collective shrug of my shoulders for people that are checking us out on YouTube. And by the way, I said it earlier in the show, but I'll say it again. All you need to do this week to be in a part of our next YouTube-exclusive show Football feedback with Ross Tucker, where you come on the show like Brian is right now, or like Damashek was, and ask me questions. 
All you have to do is subscribe to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL this week and comment on any of the videos. I will track eight people and five to eight. I think five to eight somewhere is the right number. And But I usually send the email to eight because not everybody can come on at the time I need to do it. And you can be on it. So speaking of YouTube. But anyway, I'm shrugging my shoulders on youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I mean, I don't think it's good that the Panthers are losing Trey Boston or the Packers are moving on from Kirksey who did some good for things for them or uh, Rick Wagner or the Eagles. And the Sean, but it, it's that time of year. And there's going to be a lot more where this came from. We'll talk with Andrew Brandt about it. He'll be back, the host of the Business of Sports podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday. But there's going to be a lot more where this came from. Tux Takes. Two other notes to get to today. The salary cap floor now, $180 million. That's the first item. And the second thing, former first-round pick Tim Tebow has retired from professional baseball. So it sounds like the, the salary cap, though, won't get to $185 million. So it sounds like it's going to be between 180 and 185, maybe 182, 183. They're trying to figure that out, which I guess is a little bit better than what we were thinking and relates to all those guys that just got released. As for Tebow, look, I don't blame Tebow. And in fact, I, I guess I admire him for continuing to try as long as he did at professional baseball. I mean, he really, I think, thought he could do it. I think that's why he was doing it. I think the Mets were just using him for publicity and for money and for commercial reasons to have a lot of people come to these minor league baseball games. But I think Tebow is confident, optimistic, hard worker, and thought he could make himself a major leaguer, which obviously was not the case. Let's get to an email, Brian. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address is always ross at rosstucker.com. We love your emails. We love you guys. Ross at rosstucker.com. All you ever have to do is take advantage of any of our sponsors, like Simply Safe or Purple Mattress. They're all listed over at rosstucker.com on the sponsor tab. Take advantage of any of them, 100 flowers, whatever. And then send me your question. I guarantee to read and respond to it on the air. Now, it might take a while, so that's why we're doing the football feedback, the YouTube exclusive show, so you guys can actually come on the show and ask me questions. But what do you got, Brian? Hey, Ross, can the Steelers turn this thing around? I see frontline issues on offense. Ben is struggling with reads and arm strength. The three games in 12 days seem to take all the steam out of them. How do you change up that momentum? That is from Mike. Um, so first of all, Mike, that is awesome. He said that he got his mom a myfrontpagestory.com. That's awesome. Mother's Day will be here before you know it, or you can just get people a story just to do it. Birthdays, whatever. My birthday's coming up. You want to get me one? Go for it. Uh, I think this was at the end of the year. Shows you that we're a little backed up on emails, but it's good timing, Mike, with the Damashek interview today on the show. And what I would tell you is, I think that the O-line really played poorly. They had no running game. I think Ben's arm wore out as the season went. I thought they became very predictable offensively. I don't know what the deal was with running a shallow cross every play. That made no sense to me. I think they did the right thing by moving on from the offensive line coach, the right thing by moving on from the coordinator. I think that will help. 
I think they should bring back Ben for one more year. Let him know it's his last year. So he puts everything into it, gets in the best shape he can possibly get in, gets his arm ready. And I, I think this group did enough last year. They won a division, right? I mean, they won 11 games in a row start the year. They went 12. They did enough. They're good enough. I would give this group. I'd rather give this group one more chance than be so quick to start a rebuild. Who knows how long that rebuild will take? Who like uh, why, why are you in a hurry to get to the rebuild phase when you still have a group that gives you a chance? That's what I don't really understand. I do understand that any of our patrons, patreon.com slash RT Media, they're absolutely awesome. We love them. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sporticulture, SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X, DinerDepot.com. They are, I think we're done here, members of patreon.com slash RT Media. We need a little happy hour soon. Uh, other than that, we'll have the Even Money podcast tomorrow Looking ahead to 2021. How about it? Some Super Bowl futures, division futures, MVP futures. You're not going to want to miss our first look at the 2021 season on the Even Money podcast tomorrow. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.